Welcome to the Teams with Edge podcast with me, your host, Ashley Livingstone. I'm an entrepreneur, leader, community member, and at the end of the day, I'm a human being who loves to learn, be creative, who admittedly makes mistakes, and who's on a mission to bring more joy and engagement to my life and my clients' lives. Over the past 18 years in my career, I've encountered various leaders and teams, some that have thrived and others that have been, well, toxic. And I've realized this is actually not unique to me. In fact, we've all been there. This show is my way of helping leaders who desire ease with their teams, who know there's a better way to lead than the traditional forms of leadership from our parents' generation, and who know that leadership is not gained through following a template. This show will offer you insights and interviews with various like-minded leaders who are all inspiring their teams having those uncomfortable conversations, investing in development, and building a culture of gratitude and value, making an impact. My goal with this show is to motivate you to think about the type of leader you most desire becoming and inspire you to connect, engage, and develop your teams today. Ultimately, showing up for them so they show up for you. Building intentional, conscious leadership. We can do this. All right, let's go. Become the leaders we wish we had. This this sentence really um, resonated with me. And I heard it when I was listening to Simon Sinek and Brene Brown on Simon's podcast, A, a Bit of Optimism. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. And they, they said this, become the leaders we wish we had. And this just really opened me up to thinking, you know, who do I want to be as a leader? And what was missing for me in in my leadership journey or my my career path that i wish i wish to pass on to the next generation of leaders and as i was thinking about this i started to first think about you know the best leader that i've worked with or some of the best leaders that i've worked with and i started to draw the great pieces, the pieces from them that really hit home for me, the pieces that I thought, yes, that's what I want to be like. And kind of pulling it and, and building it and just keeping a mental list of, you know, listen, you know, do I listen? Do I show empathy? I want to show empathy. And, you know, having that I'm not going to say the word balance. I really believe in harmony in my life where I I can show up to work and be myself um, authentically. And there's so many pieces from different leaders that I've encountered where I, I almost want to pick 
I can pick and choose these different characteristics to create who I want to be as a leader. And also knowing within myself what is authentically me. I am not a believer in fake it till you make it. I, I don't want to fake anything. That doesn't feel good for me. I did that during my time um, in hospital fundraising. I faked it. I faked the smile. I faked hugging the donors, which don't even get me started on that. I faked, you know, having to say yes to everybody else's opinions because they were a volunteer or a donor. And I wasn't being truthful. I wasn't truthful to myself. And it, you know, I, yeah, it looked good on the outside and I was playing the part, but I wasn't giving anything real of myself. And at the time too, they didn't want me to be real. So understanding that I, you know, I, it's very important for me now to show up as my full self. Whether people enjoy that or not, that actually, I have no control over that. I can only control what I do. So when I think about how I want to lead, for me, it is to be a conscious leader. And that is thinking about my team, thinking about their development, thinking about my development, and challenging my own thinking. So just because I've always done something a certain way doesn't mean it's the only way. I want to rely on my team to expand my horizons, to introduce me to new things or fresh ideas, and to be present for them. And being present as a leader I think is just one of the most important pieces for me because I haven't always had leaders that were present for me and I know that I myself struggle to be present. When you have a scrolling to-do list running through your head all the time, it's hard or uncomfortable to put it aside and listen. However, it is 100% necessary. So this is for me a work in progress and something that I am getting better and better at is being very intentional with my time and the work that I take on and the space that I am able to give my team. I also think that being able to understand really what makes each of my team members tick is something that is important to me. This is another one of those pieces that I have pulled from leaders in my past who really got me, who knew, you know, the small ways to make me feel seen and heard, the ways to appreciate and give me feedback and what, how I was motivated. These are all questions that I ask my team. So when I start working with someone, 
I have implemented just a short onboarding, you know, survey. And it's more for me just to say, let me get to know you. And I know that our relationship is going to develop over true conversations and really getting to know what motivates people when working. But having a bit of a snapshot is a great starting point. So consciously asking my team members, you know, what's important to you? How ha- what's the best you know, way you've ever been recognized for a job well done? Um, what is the, your favorite way to spend $10? Right? Or how do you take your coffee? Just the small things that are going to help you get to know your team. And then for me, it's useful in how I am actually going to deliver feedback because they've told me how they like to receive feedback, how I'm going to show them appreciation because I've asked them how they want to, you know, what feels good for them. And also always checking in with them on personal growth opportunities as well as professional growth opportunities. I want my team to know that I see them as people outside of just the role they hold in my organization. And this is something that, you know, was done for me in different ways, maybe not in such a formal way, but being intentional with my appreciation and how I give feedback um, is really important to me as a leader. And I wish that I had a leader who had have asked me these questions. I think that this is, you know, a key to growth. I also think that being able to challenge my own thinking as a leader is something that I, I really want to pass down to the next generation of leaders. Don't just think your ideas are the only ideas. Be open to new ideas. Be open to other ways of thinking. And again, when I was younger in my career, this was so hard for me. And my ego definitely took over and I had a lot of resistance to hearing other people's ideas because not because I didn't want to hear them, but for me as a young employee, I saw it as I'm just going to have to do what they all want me to do. I'm not going to have any of my ideas heard. And you know, knowing that you were going to have to do certain things because somebody else wanted you to, but you already knew, you know, potentially how, what the outcome was going to be. And it wasn't going to be what they wanted. So being, and I, but I was at the time missing the ability to articulate that without sounding defensive. So I wasn't heard because I wasn't speaking clearly to my leaders. And now as a leader, I really work with my team on trying to have those clear conversations and be open to new ideas and giving them the opportunity to be trusted and run with something. I think the greatest piece is being able to give something to a team member and say, this is yours. You own this. I am going to be here to support you. 
and I will have your back as you make decisions. And if you want my input, I'm happy, but take some accountability and run with it. Do it the way that you would do it, not the way that I would do it. And that's how we're going to get so many more new ideas for our clients and so many, you know, new connections with people is by trying things differently. And we can't just all have one way of thinking. I think we've seen the damage that comes when people aren't open-minded. So, you know, definitely for me, challenging my own thinking, drawing on the best parts of leaders who've come before me and just being super aware of how I'm leading. And I also know that for myself, I have to take care of myself in order to, you know, be able to be present. When I start taking on too much and I am in back-to-back meetings and I'm not giving myself the space to, to really live in work and the joy parts of my business, the things that really light me up, I start to definitely lose my edge. And I become shorter. I become more demanding probably. And that's not healthy. That doesn't encourage my team and it doesn't feel good for me either. So always making sure that as a leader, I am constantly checking in with myself. Like, why am I feeling this way? You know, how is this coming off? You know, have I, have I drank enough water today? Did I sleep enough? What is keeping me up at night and should it be? Is it something that needs to be on my plate or is this something that one of my team members could very easily take off of my plate for me? And that has become, you know, as an entrepreneur, something that is very hard to swallow at times of really just relinquishing control to your team, giving them the opportunity to grow and taking something off of your plate. So in delegating those tasks, I am not, you know, just giving away my brand or giving away the ability to oversee, but I am giving an opportunity to someone else to grow and try something new. And my team wants to be helpful. My team wants to, you know, they see value in helping to bring my stress level down, right? I know that about my team. They, they don't feel that they're doing a good job if I am stressed. So it's a really interesting dynamic and I need to be respectful of that. So, you know, think for yourselves, you know, who, what type of leader do you wish you had And what leadership traits can you pull on from those that have come before you and to really create your own authentic leadership style and to really live in alignment with how you want to lead. So if you don't want to be 
you know, short with your team or you don't want to be the one having to do everything because they're not capable and you don't want to, you know, and you're not really listening to them when they're talking because you have, you know, your mind's going a mile a minute. That's probably not how you actually want to be leading. I don't think that that's really what any of us want. So again, take a look around you and look at the other leaders and see who do you want to become? What type of leader do you want to become? What type of leader do you wish you had? And be that leader for the next generation of leaders who are, who are watching and modeling themselves after you. Wouldn't it be just, this is totally ego talking, but I'm still going to say it. Great if in 15 years, a young leader is now saying, you know, this person did this for me and I want to make sure that in my leadership style, I implement that because she, she made me feel special or this was so integral in, in my development as a leader that I want to make sure I do this just like she did and, or he did. So think about, think about what it is that you want to pass on. Think about what it is that you want people to remember you for when it comes to leadership and, and their development in their careers. I really believe that that quote just spoke to me and I hope that it has for you and just given you a bit of extra motivation leaders to, I know I say this a lot, but keep showing up and don't strive for perfection. Okay. Leave perfection alone. Just stay as far away from it as possible. But where are the small areas that you can improve so that you feel more in alignment with how you want to lead. How you want people to describe you, how you want to describe yourself in your leadership style, and what can you do to start taking steps to become that person. So as always, I would love for you to connect with me and let me know what you thought of this episode and what some of your what are some of your biggest leadership takeaways what do you want to pass on connect with me i'm over on instagram ashley.livingstone let me know what some of your biggest takeaways have been and what you want to pass on to the next generation of leaders until next time have a fantastic day